We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well, naturally. Hello and welcome to the show. On this week's show, we have the pleasure of speaking with Tree Ride, who is the owner of the Burlington Hypnosis Center. Tree has been a human behavior expert for well over two decades, helping people shift their mood and energy through teachings via hypnosis, NLP, and intuition. She then teaches them how to use the tools needed to get their desired outcome. She is very passionate about human betterment and getting people out of unwanted dialogue and into useful dialogue that will get them towards a better outcome. People that have met her know that she can see patterns and help with the shift needed to get into more positive patterns. Now let's get into the conversation. Enjoy. All righty, welcome to the show today. We have Tree with us and we are going to just kind of get rolling and talk about what is really getting in people's way. We all have these thoughts and they we create our own world by those thoughts and sometimes our perceptions of the world that we live in and past things that we've taken on, we can put out in the world what we think is going to play against us. And a lot of the times our imagination goes a little bit further than it needs to. And I think that can prevent us from getting into things that can really help us in life. And I know, Tree, you have a lot of experience with helping people with this. If you could tell us a little more about what you've seen. Yeah, absolutely. So awesome. First, I want to start off with thank you guys for having me. This is awesome. Um, And it's a very important thing for all humans that they begin to understand that the thoughts that they're creating in their own mind, it really is just that thoughts. And all of us as human beings, even humans being on this planet, everything is fluid, right? The world goes around everything about us as humans and um, the earth, you look at nature, everything is circular, everything is moving, everything is in in a a state of movement growth right and nature itself is uh shows us so many things metaphorically spiritually even so us as humans we can create and we do create actually all kinds of movies um in our mind movies if you will if you wanted to look at it in that kind of way And so when we, it can, the movies that we create in our mind, it could put us in fear, it could put us in excitement, it could put us in sadness, it could put us in any kind of emotion. And wherever the mind goes, the body follows. So. So true. We've definitely seen that. I'm sure you've seen that with clients as well, because I know you work with a lot of people in practice and see all kinds of different things come into your clinic, but we see that in clinical practice as well, where people come to us and they have goals and dreams and things that they want to achieve. And it's, it's those movies that they've created in their minds often that holds them back. It's the fear of what if I can't move forward? What if I can't do this? What if I'm not good enough to accomplish this goal that I'm looking to achieve? And is that something that you see as well with your clients? Yeah, 100%. And half of it is even subconscious and some of it is conscious. So the stuff that you're talking about is is more conscious. They're mm-hmm. conscious about um, their self-doubt or they're conscious about like um, 
they're creating the dialogue in their mind and it's more of a conscious thing that self though, well, what if this, what if that? And, and a lot of people that what, that is exactly what fear is the what ifs, right? They're creating like some sort of unknown really, or worried about the unknown. And some of it is subconscious. Like for an example, if somebody's come for weight loss and from a subconscious standpoint, whatever it is that they went through in life, maybe they're afraid to lose the weight because then all of a sudden they're going to be attractive to the other person, right? Or they're, and and maybe um, they went through something in their life that being attractive is a negative thing for them. So from a subconscious level, it'll um, not allow them to lose the weight and they'll start to sabotage themselves, not on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's a subconscious thing that's happening, right? It's a way of the body to protect itself, even yep. if it's not necessarily what they want. <laughs> yeah. Yes no. Yeah, absolutely. Like consciously, they know that they need to lose the weight for their health, their wellness, their longevity, and all of those wonderful things. But subconsciously, they're like, oh, well, I don't want to be attractive, right? Mm -hmm. If they're having issues with their, say, sexuality, or um, they went through an experience that, that it is sort of fearful. And even though from a conscious level, they may have worked through it, but their nervous system subconscious is still holding on to the weight because of that. Mm-hmm. We've seen that too, what you're describing in terms of health stuff. And I've definitely seen that with talking to people because my story is overcoming MS. And a lot of the other people that I've talked to are like, oh, well, I can't do that because, and it does become an identity. And I'm trying to remember what the term is. I know there's an NLP term, but where you're getting something from staying stuck and it's a secondary, secondary. Yeah. yeah and like what is can you describe that or how what how that plays in yeah 100 percent. so many many things that we do we have a secondary benefit like mm-hmm. for example we work we get paid right there's it's there's some sort of like reward but yeah. sometimes that could be a negative thing so for example say somebody was in a really bad car accident and, you know, they were off for say months or maybe even a year or what have you. Mm-hmm. Well, with any kind of health ailment, people get attention, whether it's attention from doctors or family or anything at all. And so in their nervous system, they're enjoying the attention, especially if they're a people person, yeah. right? So they're going to, from an, um, a nervous system perspective, still want that attention. So the secondary benefit of staying ill will inadvertently keep them getting more attention. So technically they're not really doing it on purpose, but they want to be more focused on their outcome. So they can tell themselves stories in their head about like, oh yeah, I still feel this pain or I still feel that pain. And even a lot of say family members or doctors will give certain cues. Oh, are you still in pain? Or even the tone of the voice, like, oh, are you okay? There's empathy there, right? So it's almost like telling that person's nervous system, it's okay to stay sick. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. I mean, I've definitely seen it in terms of being a part of support groups too, a lot of the times. And if you start to get better, you start to be become not a part of that community in that group, which can be a threat a little bit 
if that's something that you've found friends in there and there's belonging in there and all of a sudden getting better means that you can't stay in that place. Um, okay. So we've talked about a bunch of different things like the, the secondary gain, secondary benefit, um, the fear, how do, how do you help? I know you use hypnosis. How do you help people overcome those things and move forward? Well, it's really about creating the dialogue in the mind that aligns with what the outcome is for the person. Okay. Right. So going back to wherever the mind goes, the body follows. Mm -hmm. So if we're creating dialogue in the mind that is putting us into fear, like we're staying focused on like the what ifs, but what people need to understand, they can actually change the channel in their mind because where the mind goes, the body follows. So if they're in worry or fear, their nervous system is firing off things as if they're being like chased with a knife almost. Right. Yeah. A lot of people can get into that not so great state of mind that they're putting so much pressure on themselves that they end up in anger, guilt, resentment. But once they like through hypnosis, they transition and get their mind in the right place that aligns with their outcome. So whether their outcome is to stop smoking or to um, have less stress mm -hmm. um, or to be more social, right? So using the example of somebody wants to be more social, then they're creating dialogue in their mind that people are just not going to like them or um, making up stuff that's unuseful. Whereas us as humans, we generally like to be around humans. So if they have more experiences in that direction, then they're getting proof not only in their mind, but in their nervous system. That, And the proof is, is like, oh, I can go into social situations and the floor does not fall out from underneath me, right? And that they are received well. And so it's really teaching people that they can create the experiences. Like there's a saying that we have, you know, um, if you were to think your way out of a wet paper sack, could you do it? Well, no, you'd actually have to do things, right? And one of our lead trainers, uh, Scott McFall, he's one of the founders of the Master Hypnotist Society. And he always says like, dooby dooby doo, baby, right? Because in the nervous system, it's like music, singing, rhythm, and and even like the baby at the end always makes everybody laugh, right? So it creates a positive experience. And, you know, I've had clients even walk out of here just like dooby dooby doo, baby, right? And then all of a sudden it changes their mood, their attitude, their mindset into, yes, I can do it. It's a yes set mindset, right? And the truth is, I mean, we're all just ordinary human beings, right? We're just having a spiritual experience through um a human body right and so when people transition their mind and having that alignment into their outcomes it's it's easy it truly is they're having proof that ah, oh, i can do it just creating those habits as well i guess once you've gotten you've changed the thought pattern so then you can have the behaviors that go along with that and then building up the confidence with each each time you do it essentially yeah 100 percent, absolutely it's a lot easier than what people are making it in their mind to be. Yeah. Right? We're the one, us as humans, we're the ones that complicate the crap out of things, which it doesn't have to be that way. 
life is actually more simplistic and and um well uh, love is the universal thing about us as human beings so if we just literally came at things from knowing that we're loved and we're received in that way things would be very different it kind of focuses around i guess the intention that you carry with yourself too as far as going into things intentions always I think a big key going into any situation, what's, what do you want to get out of it? What do you want to bring to it? Yeah. If you're bringing in nervousness, if you're bringing in um, insecurities, right, then your behavior is going to be very different. If you're coming at it from like a possibility standpoint or, Mm -hmm. you know, just accepting and then being accepted, yeah, because we we feed off each other as well. You you know when that person comes in the room and there's a different energy. You're like something's not right or something's off. So if you can bring the confidence and that when that person walks in the room and you know they're making a statement, there's something a presence about them. Everyone knows it, mm-hmm. and being able to bring that by helping someone bring the confidence and and just build that up through habit and changing thought processes that's pretty huge for people it is and and even like the huge part about it is that we can all do it yeah right like literally there's nothing different about any human any human being can change their state of mind it's not it's not magic it's not like there's no chosen one (laughs) we're all wired the same way in terms of picking what it is that we want to focus on and even dare i say us as in canada we're all kind of spoiled as well because we don't have like a a governing religion or uh specific rules right where there's i mean if you want to pick a rule our rule is freedom right which is super cool that we don't have to be governed by specific rules in those retrospects or in those uh avenues or lanes per se it's so true and i love what you said there about choice and a lot of the times we don't think that we have a choice that there's things that we have to do and ultimately at the end of the day you choose what you want to do you choose the beliefs that you that you hold on to as well and beliefs are are kind of the starting point that shapes a lot of the things that we do on a daily basis too, right? Mm -hmm. And where did they come from? Did they come from, were they your origin or did you inherit them? And without that like governing religion, as you said, that we all have to abide to, it's what choices can you make in terms of changing your beliefs? Are they serving you? Are they helping you move forward? Are they holding you back? Are they attached to the fears or creating the fears that you're dealing with? And what, like, what do you want in terms of your life and your goals and, and where you go from there? Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and that's a really interesting, absolutely. That's so interesting because we all have our own um, rules in which we follow, right? We all have our own beliefs, whatever it is, right? Even Even down to like, you know, people that go to McDonald's and they only order like a pickle and ketchup and that's it. 
right on their burger or like somebody that either uh has mayo with their fries or is somebody that uh wants to be vegetarian or vegan or gluten-free or you know yeah sometimes it's the physical body that that forces those choices but a lot of them are certain choices even down to the way that we dress to the vehicles that we want to drive what's comfortable what's not what allows what's comfortable for one person can make it uncomfortable for another right even you look at um the way that we live do you make your bed or you don't make your bed right like either some people and the cool thing even about the internet right if you don't make your bed people are going to look up online the things that the benefits of not making your bed right like you go online if you look that up it's like well it brings air into the bread into the bed if you don't you know it airs out the sheets if you don't make your bed right or making your bed you know it's a healthy routine because you know you're holding yourself accountable to do something it starts your day it's visually appealing when you go that the bed's made well to who right yeah like what, what is you that always find you yeah. always find something that validates what you're thinking <laughs> Right. And so, yeah. so even with this, what we're talking about is a state of mind that once people hop onto the internet, right, it's like you're, they're trying to find something that supports their own rules, mm -hmm. but what the heck is right or wrong? Sure. It's, it's totally depends on the individual, right? Yeah. And, and, and us being spoiled up here in Canada, you know, it's like a free for all. And, and it, it's not great when people are stepping away from their own core truth when it comes to their own energy. And then they're, they're shifting their energy to something that somebody added online somewhere, who knows where, <laughs> right? It could be AI even. Yeah. My goodness. It probably is nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so the thing that I guess foundationally, a lot of the times when it comes to hypnosis, we're helping people come back to their own truth, to come back to their own fundamental core values as a human being, stripping away all of this excess dialogue that that's unuseful and getting them back into their human body, right? And when you look at all the information that's online or what they're even um, filling their mind with, whether it's self-induced or it's internet induced, but it, it's getting them back connected to how it is that they feel as a human, their breath, right? Like even when you look at breath, yeah, we breathe every moment of every day and there's uh, common tendencies that each human feels within their own breath. And, and what, what if we all started to connect back with that, the world would be very different. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I mean, we're so, a lot of us influenced by all the things that we take in from the outside now in terms of like social media and it's, it flying at us at such a rapid rate that it's easy to get invested and involved in something that's not yours and that's not aligned with your values and to feel like there's a piece of me that's missing or there's something that's not right because I'm not focused on what matters to me and what my values are that's such an interesting perspective mm -hmm. and yeah I like the breath that's something that you know is really good for we talk about that with clients as well just in terms of even stress and any kind of regulation of your nervous system, as you said, like your breath is so important for that. 
And I know, you know, you have a history in yoga and that's something that's often really talked about there as well. And it's such a simple thing, but it's something that's so important. We wouldn't do it, you know, hundreds of times a day if it wasn't that was something that was important for health and for life. So yeah, interesting. I think that's the simplest thing too, because you're, if you're taking that time to feel your body and just acknowledge what's happening, you're being present in the moment where normally we're distracted by all the things, all the technology we're scrolling, we're not paying attention to those things, the intuition, the connection with the earth. It was just taking that time to even just put your feet on the grass and ground, just something simple like that. Just we're, I know Kate and I have mentioned this before, we're so connected and so disconnected at the same time. Yeah. And that's a hundred percent. And, and, and I love that what you, you were saying about just, you know, putting your feet in the grass, putting your toes in the grass and the, I'm such a strong believer about that. The fact that our feet had like, has so many sensors on the bottom of it. So just the simplistic thing of, you know, letting go of the phone, taking even just one minute to take off your shoes. And I actually, and so at the clinic, I actually did that with one of, um, one of the hypnotists that works here, like, cause it was just such a weird energy in the clinic that day. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, hey, take your shoes off, take your shoes off. And she's like, what? what? I'm like, let's go, let's go. And there's like a piece of grass just out, out front here of the clinic. And, and just taking literally 30 seconds to do that mm-hmm. can shift so much. And, I just for a second, I want to go back to what Kate was saying about the social media and scrolling. So the one of the true, dare I say, pandemics that we're having right now is the fact that so many people are on social media, either TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, like all of these apps on their phone. And they're when you scroll, think about how many posts that you look at within one minute. each of those yeah each of those posts have an emotional undertone to it so when we're taking it in our nervous system is going through so many emotions in one minute that it's like our nervous system is totally messed up because it doesn't know if that's real or not and what to respond to or not we cannot unexperienced things so as we are going through posts that aren't really even real the things that people are posting online are just what they want to people to see um so from a nervous system perspective of course people are getting into stress and overwhelm because the nervous system is like i don't know what's going on here like you know am i sad am i happy am i you know am i laughing am i surprised am i shocked am i what should i be feeling it's just way too much information in such a short period of time so if if us as humans if we're choosing and and don't get me wrong there's good things about social media when it comes to um creating outcomes or or just following people that are inspirational that are taking you towards your outcome those things are great but from a nervous system perspective our nervous system is there am i safe am i not our nervous system does put us into sort of this judgment kind of way but judgment from am i safe or am i not Mm -hmm. 
So if we're looking at posts that are putting us into fight or flight, that's not good. Then we're either holding on to weight or holding on to stress. We're planting seeds mm-hmm. um, that can start manifest things that don't need to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of the chronic fight or flight and constantly being in that sort of paras or sympathetic overdrive state, that's like that leads to illness down the road too, because we hold those in different parts of our body and our organs. Um, so what's something you would recommend that people could do maybe on a daily basis or a couple times a week that would help to kind of reset that and give their body some some calming time? Mm-hmm. Remember that remember things that made them laugh. Go back, go back to a state of mind of love. Love, laughter, moments of pause right? These we, so when we talk about, we can't unexperience things, but we can actually tap into beautiful experiences that we've had as humans, remind ourselves of it, go back there. Because the more that we are in love, laughter, moments of pause, beautiful um, moments of pause. I'll just give a brief description. Like the moments where the vision in front of us was so picturesque, it stopped us dead in our tracks. It's not, it's not a mental thing right? It's literally, we don't mentally say, oh, I should laugh at that or oh, oh, I should love. Mm -hmm. Love just comes naturally, right? Love is a universal language. These beautiful moments of pause, these moments that um, of things that we see or experience of beauty, like a sunset, a sunrise, or the moment when you're sitting on a dock and the water is completely still in the morning. There's not like a trickle of anything. These moments are, are beautiful moments. You can't, um, you can't recreate those on social media. You can't force yourself to have those experiences. They just naturally happen. So to go back to the natural experiences that each individual has had, so you as an individual, Kate, you as an individual, Amanda, me as an individual tree, just to, to go back to those per those experiences that you had, because we all, ex- we could all even be in one place, but we will all experience it in a different way. Right. Like uh, the three of us had the conversation about, you know, do you take it in visually? Do you take it in kinesthetically, like physically, or do you take it in from an auditory, right? Auditory, you're taking in if, like the example of sitting on a dock and the water is just, you know, there's probably birds in the background or, or there's tiny little water movements that you can hear the water just splash underneath the dock that you're resonating with that, or you're seeing that the water being like crystal clear, like in terms of like a reflection of things shining off of the water that you can see or kinesthetic. It's making you feel calm. It's making you feel at home. It's making you feel like, oh, I can let go. Right. So whatever is predominant in, in any human taking the millions of bits of information that you're surrounded by from that, um, avenue. Nice. I love that we started this episode with talking about the movies that we make in our minds and how that can lead to fear and how that can lead to negative experiences. And then we've completely turned things around now to saying, 
you can create movies in your mind and you can show choose to recall movies in your mind that had a really positive impact on your life and how we can use that instead of it being a driver of fear and a driver of the negative things we actually can use it in a positive way as well i love that mm -hmm. it's such a valuable message for people to hear that like you can do that you can go back and think of the times and i like how you said too about if you're if auditory really speaks to you or visual or kinesthetic it's all about the hearing the seeing the feeling and i know for myself when i'm doing trying to create that movie and trying to remember something like leaning into all of them as much as possible makes it even more real right how did i feel what did i hear what did i see mm -hmm. did i feel the you know i go to back to a beach usually and it's like did i feel the sand between under my feet did i feel the breeze touching my skin you know did i hear the birds as you said did I see the the waves crashing against the shore? And when you make it the whole picture versus just one of them, um, it it feels more real, and then the the sensation is different. Um, that was pretty cool. I felt was like like I was in both of those locations. <laughs> I was at the dock and then at the beach. Just by <laughs> all those descriptions, it's fantastic. Very calming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very very common. And those are common places, right? Like for some people, it might be they're growing up their hometown, like mm -hmm. smelling, even smelling so gustatory, right? Mm -hmm. Or like is smell or even taste for some people. For me, I am I could actually be gustatory as well. So smelling certain like cinnamon, banana bread, or like I remember my grandmother making uh, date squares, right? Mm -hmm. Back in the day or um my grandmother would always have like um bagels i remember like specific things about that can bring people back to like the comforts of um great memories right and and it's unique to the human right mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's like hearing that song from back in the day and instantly you're right back to whatever that moment was yep it's and you know fun. every word <laughs> yeah that's right yeah so actually, so that is actually a hypnosis like state, right? The fact that, um, you know, you don't hear a song for like 10 years and all of a sudden it comes on and you remember every word it's because you repetitiously heard it so much and, and sang it and have so many great memories that all of a sudden you're literally transported back to that moment, even if it was 10, 15, 20 years ago that that's that's like this hypnotic trance that you're bringing yourself back into right that yeah it's it's really fascinating i think that's the thing that i really love about what it is that i do and just seeing the transformation in in other humans and in, in myself self experience and yeah it's pretty us as humans we are a fascinating species for sure I kind of wanted to touch on the the energy we've talked about before a couple of times of the overall there's you feel there's a shift in the world happening mm -hmm. so i wonder if anyone listening might perhaps fall into that category or feel that there's something within yeah. them that there's a shift that maybe that'll speak to them yeah i actually even had like two clients today that fall into that category that, yeah it's so um, 
there, yeah. So there is this there, and and this is me, my belief. Um, so I do believe that there's this larger shift happening universally in this world. Um, uh, lots of people are stepping into this spirituality, even through the pandemic. I find a lot of people went back to religion. This younger generation that grew up with no religion, mm-hmm. um, they grew up with parents that you know, didn't, that veered away from religion because they were brought up in that way and they had bad experiences. So they didn't want to, uh, force that upon their spawn or offspring. And so, but I do believe that there's this universal shift that's happening energetically, spiritually, um, for, dare I say, all humans that are on this earth right now. Right. I think, People, um, humans, they are at this state of exhaustion, exhaustion of certain things, either that they've been through or certain beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so it's opening up this whole new belief system for all other human beings. So I think people are stepping into um, these things that are like, um, there's all kinds of different themes. You're looking, the pandemic forced us to look at things in a different way. Us as humans, we have this beautiful resiliency about us. We just, we just move on. We continue to, to fight, to breathe, to, to, to invent things that give us more comfort. Everything, even in society right now, like even the clothing that we wear, the fabric that it's designed, it's more comfortable, it's softer, it washes better. It, you know, we live in houses that are smarter, like they're smarter. We have devices that um, give us comfort, right? The fact that we're doing this podcast on Zoom that we don't have to physically be you know, you think about radio when it was first created, they, you know, found a way to uh, vibrationally via energy to transmit a voice to thousands of pe- billions of people. And it's made this the world so smaller. So for this shift to happen, there's no there's nothing that can actually stop it when you think about it. Like you can't um you can't you can't let pandora you can't put it back into the box it's already out there we're already having this universal connection as humans as uh, from a vibrational level spiritual level um spirituality is vibrational energy is vibrational um yeah and 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 it it's happening i guess whether we like it or 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 not i mean people are seeing things they're looking for this confirmation right people see like their number i mean that's a lot of what people are looking for either a number or a symbol uh a commonality of people seeing signal sing, symbols uh cardinals has come up recently with a lot of clients um um numbers have come up and the interesting thing okay so now i'm going off on a tangent i don't know if you're gonna cut this out or not but you look at like angel numbers right and i don't know if you guys believe in it or whatever and not to say that i actually believe in that but look at numbers in general okay so look at the angel number like four 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 okay then 
transition the number, the number four. So visualize it in your mind, how it like, how it resonates. So you can flip it upside down and all of a sudden it's a chair. Okay. Where it is formally as a number four, it's a bucket. It holds something. It holds space and time. Right. Or you put it sideways. It's a shovel for movement. So a chair, you're sitting, you're resting, you're being still or with it proper holding space and time, right? It's holding something or you're shoveling, you're creating movement, right? So there's all of these things or look at the number seven, seven almost looks like a heart, right? The number seven, if you visualize it in your mind, if you bend it a little bit and you move it and then the reflection of itself, it creates a full heart. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So we can really see things how we want to see things. You can manipulate and move things in your mind to how it needs to be to create it. So what if us as a society, that shift is we're choosing to see things how it should be. Interesting. Hmm. Here's my rant. (laughs) would you describe that as even a fog is lifting for people yeah for sure are they looking for different things to try different careers absolutely and they're seeing the possibility of that as opposed to and that's a really good way like awesome uh metaphor amanda about yeah the fog is lifting you look at all this this war and hate right like you know, World War One, World War Two, people trying to prove things, ego, and and that's all being lifted. Absolutely. Right. People are, you know, so what social media has done is really allowed vulnerability to be accepted, right? Allowed ego to be um taken away. It doesn't almost it doesn't even exist, right? You look at people um uh choice of sexuality, right? The the uh, male female energy it's it's there's they're they're um it's all gelled together and that's a beautiful thing right that it's like surrendering into all everything being accepted and everyone that as a cloud lifts we're all more in curiosity right curiosity of what is it that i want as a human human just human just human right? And that's what I mean. It's a gel. It's not male, female, it's human, right? And that's where we should be, mm-hmm. right? It's it's some human that created certain beliefs that were like, yeah, maybe we should uh, follow that book and agree with all this stuff. Well, we were more put into fear to believe things. In my energy, feminine, masculine energy is kind of a different topic as well. But you, we take on those roles within ourselves as far as if you're doing or being Mm -hmm. as well. There's just, there's so much to that in itself. Absolutely. Finding that balance. Maybe a whole other podcast. There we go. (laughs) That would be great. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We really appreciate the conversation. And look at that. It's 444, would you? <laughs> and isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah it's 444 four, four right now. 
There's the world speaking to us. We ended right on time. <laughs> yeah, the universe is like, yep. And the mic drops now. <laughs> Perfect. So we're going to put all your contact information in the show notes. So if anyone wants to work with Tree, that information will be available. Uh, your social media will also be there as well if you'd like to connect with her and find out how to get your hypnosis on and get your confidence on and everything like that. Hypnosis is a wonderful tool and amazing modality to work with. So I highly recommend that if anyone out there is listening and wants to get into that, please check it out. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode.